Welcome to the Haunting or Not podcast, a show that takes an interesting and some would say different approach to explaining hauntings, the paranormal, demonic forces. Are they real hauntings or not? Hi, my name's John J. Wally. In addition to being a radio host, I'm a retired police sergeant, and I take an evidence-based approach to these stories. And I'm Stephanie Wiley. Yes, we're married and have been for a long time. Some would say that I am more, oh, of the little touchy-feely type. Together, we present haunting or not stories that differ from the majority of other podcasts out there. We are proud to be a show on the Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media. Be sure to follow us on Facebook. Look for Haunting or Not. And welcome to another episode of the Haunting or Not podcast. My name is John J. Wiley, joined by... Stephanie Wiley. And today we're going to do things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Because I thought I knew something. What was that? About ghosts, the difference between ghosts, demons, and poltergeists. I thought I knew. Turns out I didn't know. And a lot of what I thought I knew was incorrect. Oh, so least, you're admitting that. At least what the World Wide Web, the interwebs say. Well, they know. So they I think, know. Yeah, they would know. So called them. They know. If it's on the internet, you know it's true. It's <laughs> true. Whoever they are or right. them. Right. So wh- whoever they are, I'm going to talk about Britannica, issue.com. I don't know them, but no. that's another one that I got some information from. So I thought we'd take a little deep dive into the differences between ghosts, poltergeists, and demons, because a lot of people use them interchangeably, and they're not. I think most of us do. Right. Right. I, I do. Because they're all such unusual activity. Well, one of the things that they say is that ghosts generally are not malevolent. They don't mean harm. No. And they tend to be fixated or attached to a place, a physical object. Like, or their home. They don't want to leave right. it or right. a restaurant, whatever. Yes. Here's something I didn't know. The ghosts tend to be more visual. You see apparitions. They don't make sounds. That's true. They're usually very quiet. They don't move things. So a lot of what we hear, like we did past stories about Simsbury, Connecticut, about blowing out candles, lighting candles, moving liquor bottles, moving stools. That's more of a sign of a poltergeist and not a ghost. I hadn't thought about that. So I thought I'd do a deep dive and and do some researching because, you know, I love you research. You do your uh, research. <laughs> you fact man over here. I love me some research. I know you do. And the funny thing is in high school, I hated it. That's because you had to do it. I, I think. I, I think that's you, the difference. The summer project I had where I had to translate Homer's Iliad and Odyssey from English to Latin. Oh, I would have definitely dropped out of school. And it was so, <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, this reminds me of a friend. I digress. I'll tell the story really quickly. So I'm sitting there translating Homer's Iliad and the Odyssey from English to Latin, which I don't know. I've never used that again. Did, uh, Algebra I've never yeah. used again. Geometry I've never used again. But uh, I, I remember a couple phrases of Latin. That's about it. So... In my room, someone had been sewing, and they used one of those easy thread needles that are pronged on the end. Oh, he cheated. And I was barefooted, and I was swinging my foot back and forth, and in the side of my foot, I hit the needle, the back of the needle, and it embedded in my foot. So what did you say when that happened? I I hobbled downstairs. I swear. They they thought I'd do anything out of that homework assignment, which I did, but they thought I, I actually... Stuck myself the needle just so my dad, <laughs> may he rest in peace, 
grab some bulldog pliers and try pulling it out. The only thing that happened was you could see my skin tugging no. out. Yeah, my mom was like, Stop. You never told me that story. Oh, had to get it cut out. The Navy, the Navy uh, hospital cut it out and all that Ouch. stuff. Stitches. <laughs> Ouch. So I decided to do some research. And, and ghosts, we'll talk about very quickly, because mm-hmm. we've talked about them quite a bit oh, yeah. in past episodes of this show. For example, one of the most haunted spots in America is Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, which I never would have thought of, but no. it makes perfect sense. And it tended to be the human spirits that died suddenly and have unresolved issues. And they tend to be apparitions. They, they tend to show themselves. They don't tend to make noise. No, they don't. People say I saw a shadow or actually right. a person wearing. And they also don't tend to do anything harmful. No. Which we've, I've always said, they don't mean us any harm. They're upset about something. But poltergeist, on the other hand, now I went to, according to Britannica.com, this is how deep of a dive I did, okay. research-wise. Poltergeist is from the German word polter, which means noise, or rock, racket. Racket. Combined with the word geist, which means spirit. So a poltergeist is a, a, a noisy ghost audio spirit. Okay. All right? Spirit. So, uh, they're disembodied spirits or supernatural forces credited with certain malicious or disturbing phenomena, such as inexplainable noises, sudden wild movements, or breakage of household items. We've heard those in past stories before. Yeah, we have. We things that we've done here. Right. Poltergeists are also blamed for violent actions, throwing stones, or setting fire to clothing and furniture. Harming people. They, actually, they mean physically- a lot of harm. Hitting, they, slapping. And, uh, this is according to Britannica. Such events are said to be sporadic, unpredictable, and often repetitive. They repeat the same thing over and over and over again. According to popular belief, a poltergeist activity appears to concentrate on a particular member of a family, often an ad- adolescent or teenager, its object being harassment or rarely, but does happen, physical harm. Now, I find that fascinating that they do attach to one person. Right. Now, ghosts are attached to locations. Correct. Houses, whatever. Physical items. Poltergeists are attached to a person. Now, here's where it gets interesting. When strangers are present, the usual, the unusual phenomenon often will cease. Oh. Like the, the poltergeist is aware that someone is there, and they won't, they and won't they perform. Won't. Oh, I now, didn't know that. Now, here's Weird. what is really interesting. Okay. Right? This is all new to me, too. So, uh, look, that's why we do the research here at Haunting or Not, so you don't have to. Thank you for According that. According to issue.com, dot com. all right? Uh, talking about pol- poltergeists. Uh, they're said to be able to bite, pinch, attack, or harass their human victims, as well as move, throw, and even break objects. Many, ex- many experts believe they have nothing to do with ghosts or spirits at all. Ouch. Which I found amazing. So they have nothing to do with... S- energy or spirits that have moved from the physical world. See, I thought poltergeists were more demonic. And it's really not even that they say, and this is this is where it gets a little like woo-woo for oh, me. Okay. They say a poltergeist is active kinetic energy. What does that mean? I don't know. And it can cause physical disturbances. Well, that disturbs me. I don't want to be scratched by something unknown, certainly not bit or pinched. Right, right. And something that I can't turn around and harm back. (laughs) Now, here's another big difference. Poltergeists are extremely angry and violent, non-corporeal entities 
I'm not sure what that means. Non-corporate, I have to look that yeah. up. Although they have no trouble making their presence known, uh, they have the power to lash out and physically interact with their environment. So while seeing a ghost is certainly scary beyond belief for a lot of people, being in a space with a poltergeist, invisible or not, is can be life-threatening and straight-up dangerous. Well, now that you explained all that, that scares the bejesus out of me. Right. Well, here. Well, the good news is this, that they say that the vast majority of poltergeist reportings are hoaxes. Oh. But there are some that are not, that they can't disprove. So, again, I was watching... I think Fox News this morning, mm-hmm. and they had an interview with a the guy. They're going to do a scientific research to try to prove or disprove whether whether uh, Nessie Loch Ness monster exists in Scotland. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> who's got time for that stuff? I don't know. Auto, auto. So, uh, demons, on the other hand, that's, that's the a third different definition. story. They're defined as an evil spirit or devil, especially one thought to possess a person or act as a tormentor in hell. They're widely considered to be insidious and malevolent in nature and have been referenced in countless types of folklore, religions, and cultures throughout history. We'll talk about the movie we watched, uh, The Pope's Exorcist. Very intense. In religious terms, they're often considered to be fallen angels or other lower gods who wield some sort of supernatural power. A demon isn't out for any resolution of an issue, but rather pure destruction associated with demons can be compared to what that of a poltergeist. That's where I got confused. I thought poltergeists were demons. They're not. Well, certainly because they harm you. Right. So I could see that. They say demons can manifest themselves to us taking on physical form in order to try to coax us to commit evil. They're said to be highly persuasive and prey upon vulnerable, emotionally troubled people who may be desperate for help, not able to think clearly, or weak in other ways. So that's the three areas of difference between ghosts, poltergeists, and demons. And that is a lot. We're going to talk about it some more when we return. Okay. And why maybe I believe more in poltergeists and demons than I do in ghosts. This is the Haunting or Not podcast. We're taking a short break. We'll be right back. Discover the exciting world of podcasts at hefepods.com. Immerse yourself in exciting stories. Learn new knowledge and connect with great podcasts in both English and Spanish at hefepods.com. From captivating stories to life advice and much more, there's a podcast for every interest and passion. Be entertained by your favorite radio personalities in both English and Spanish and explore great stories in every podcast. English and the hard-to-find Spanish language podcasts are all at hefepods.com. Don't waste any more time. Find a great English or Spanish language podcast to follow and discover a world of possibilities in your own language. Find the best podcasts at hefepods.com. Welcome back to the Haunting or Not podcast. We're talking about the differences between ghosts poltergeists and demons, which I did not really know. Or at one time, I thought maybe I didn't know and some of this. those terms interchangeably. Right. And a lot of people do. And I the have. truth is, we've been kind of conditioned by Hollywood that they're not the same and they're not viewed the same. As a matter of fact, demons and poltergeists are viewed as often dangerous and ghosts are not. Right. They're friendly. 
Well, I don't know about Casper the Friendly Ghost Friendly, <laughs> but they don't mean you any harm. That's what I mean. I, I think a lot of the, the negative reactions that we have to potential ghosts is what cause it. And I really believe that most ghost reporting, if there's a commercial aspect to it, it's a fraud. You have said that. I've said it many times. Because yeah. I just don't buy certain things. They just don't make sense. However, we talked about poltergeists and demons. In particular, demons. You and I watched a movie the other day called The Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe. Yes. It was very intense, shocking, frightening, and something that you literally will sit on the edge of your chair and have high blood pressure. Right. Now, the story itself that they did was fictitious. However, it's based loosely on the novels of the actual Pope's exorcist. And he was like world famous for being an exorcist. And uh, he's quoted in there saying that 98% of the so-called possessions that he observed were people who had mental health issues that needed a psychiatrist. 2% though, he said baffled science and everything else. And they were the real deal. And that to me is a fact. So that's a fact, Jack. It is a fact. We... I started thinking, why is it I, you really believe the ghost stuff? I don't so Yes, much. I do. I, uh, I have a strong belief. I'm more inclined to believe in demons and demonic possession than I am in poltergeists. Hmm. I just don't, the kinetic energy, I don't quite understand. Maybe because I was not good at physics and I was better at Latin than I was at physics. But here's the, the reason why I bring this up. I think that I'm more inclined to, I'm of Irish descent. You know this, a lot of people don't. My grandparents immigrated from Ireland. If you look at Irish folklore, from fairies to uh, banshees to, there are stories of ghosts, possessions, demons, poltergeists that have go on for centuries in that country. And a lot of that came over here with the Irish immigrants. Of course. The other thing that came over from the Irish immigrants that a lot of people may not be aware of is the tradition of Halloween. Isn't it? I'm so glad they did. I can't Love pronounce it. the Irish name for it, what it was, but that's where it, the jack-o'-lantern was actually a turnip. They used a turnip and they'd carve it out and the kids would go around and get treats. Uh, and of course, it was all designed to keep the ghost at bay. And it always happened the day before All Saints Day. Now, I thought it was also, though, Aren't they the ones, I say they, meaning the Irish, I too am of of Irish descent. More so than me. (laughs) That's true. I'm just more recent. You know, through DNA, I'm all Irish. But regardless of that, the day before Halloween was the day or night of mischief. I think that's an American thing. You do? I do. I really do. We'll we'll, let that done the research. We'll, We'll research that thing. Here's the other thing that a lot of people may not know. I went to a high school seminary to be a Catholic priest in Richmond, Virginia. And one of the priests there, I'm not going to say his name, he's a really great guy, Mm -hmm. really great guy. He was supposed to be, and this is the story I was told, he was supposed to be the exorcist for the diocese. Wow. And he always kept that stuff locked up. And it was a secret. You weren't allowed to be around it. He never, ever, ever talked about it. Sometimes he'd go away for a weekend or five days or whatever. And he's like, where'd Father So-and-so go? To go perform we an don't exorcist. Know. And the standard thing is, we don't know. Oh. We were never told where he's going. 
and it was kept all kept hush hush. Well, we lived there, and the the religious aspect aside, when we would start walking down the hallways at night, you know, is always your mind to play tricks with you. But there was a book that came out around that time. What was it? Called The Exorcist by Peter Blatty. Oh, and it was made into a movie. Wow, and sure, yes. Everyone that, knows that. That book, the movie was one thing, but the book, it scared me to no end. Books are always better. I'd be walking down the hallway, all five foot two of me. When I was a you were little freshman. back then. Oh, little kid. You've since grown quite yeah, a bit. That's a story in itself. So I'm walking down the hallways by myself thinking, I wonder if the devil's coming out. It's going to get me. Oh. And I'll be doing like throwing up green pea soup and all that stuff. Twisting what? my head around, walking like a spider. Oh, I'll tell you, now you're making me laugh. I'm almost spitting. I really because you don't get frightened easily. But you were a child. You were young. Yeah, I was Not young. a young I child, was, but I was young definitely young. Yeah. But that's part of the reason why I believe that occurs more so. And huh. uh, I don't know that there is a, a, a people. I'm asking this as a question. A lot of people want to have a cause and effect. I saw a black cat cross the street and then something bad happened. I had a car accident. So therefore, black cats are are dangerous. Now, what's interesting, I don't buy that. Right. But I do believe in ghosts, spirits, demonic. uh, Events and possessions. Yeah. Is there something, uh, uh, an event that sometimes people get into that makes them open or vulnerable, in your opinion, to being possessed? To being possessed. Like the Ouija boards. Remember them? Don't do that. Don't do the seances. Well, I'll tell you what. Don't talk to the dead because bad stuff will happen. Well, I never would play because I did have a strong belief that you don't mess with that. And I don't even know where that came from. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't matter where, it, it could be religion, it could be ethnicity, it could be uh, some of your DNA, it could be family stuff. Could, yeah, the way about, I was brought up. When we talked about it, we were very young about the boogeyman. Oh, we have the boogeyman at our house. The boogeyman in your house lived in the basement, right? Yes, he did. The boogeyman in my house was under the bed <laughs> and in the closet. So uh, we both believe the same thing. Different parts of the country didn't know each other, but it's different locations. So let's go back to Poltergeist. Okay. So I did a little research, mm-hmm. which I love about movies about poltergeist and i forgot i was trying to remember the name of the one that the famous one you know they're back, that one oh the movie's called poltergeist it was written it was released in 1982 that's the one where the little girl actually was in the tv that's right oh my that's god exactly i haven't thought right. about that forever so the movie was written by uh, hang on i got him here steven spielberg oh of course michael grace whoever that is i don't know who that is mark victor i don't know who that is either and it starred joe beth williams remember that name yes i do heather o'rourke and craig t nelson he played coach here's the thing that floored me now that movie was based loosely on a real story. Well, a true there story. you have it. The it's true story, real. and we will talk about it in another episode, involved the Herman house or the Herman family, H-E-R-R-M-A-N. They lived in a place called Seaford in Long Island, New York. Guess which house they were close to, seven miles away from. As soon as you said Long you Island, 
Amityville. Amityville. To Amityville Horror. They were seven miles away from there. This occurred in 1958. And it's a long story, so we'll talk about it in another episode. This one, from what I've seen and researched, has not been disproven yet. Well, I automatically believe it. (laughs) It's automatic. It's automatic. So we've talked at length about ghosts. And we will revisit ghost stories. Oh, of course. Because they're so fun. There's so many, too. And there's so many. And so many of them are are frauds. So many of them are are overhyped. And some are real deals. Now, remember this. When... You have a ghost that has harm or malicious malicious intent. It's not a ghost. It's not a ghost. It's either a demon or a poltergeist. If it's a poltergeist, according to the research I did in the interwebs, they're always right. Those people are always right. They're not even ghostly spirits. No. It's more kinetic energy. And demons are exactly that, the devil. So you've got to be aware of the differences. We're going to go into, in future episodes, we're going to do more ghost stories more hauntings. We're going to go into poltergeist. As a matter of fact, next episode, we're going to do the Herman house. Oh, 1958. This is the one that the movie poltergeist was based off of. I am very, very much looking forward to that. And it was in a place called Seaford, New York in Long Island. It's about seven miles from Amityville. And I looked at the map because I like the research, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And to the west of Massapequa, which is where Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends is from. Oh, thanks you've for got, that. You've got Emeryville, Massapequa, then Seaford. So the, basically the next only door. The only separating is a thin strip of Massapequa. That's it. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Haunting or Not podcast. We did things a little bit differently. We talked about the differences between ghosts, poltergeists, and demons. Next episode. Oh, my goodness. Hang on to your hats, because we're going to talk about the Herman House. Thank you for joining us on the Haunting or Not podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a huge favor. Tell a friend or two or three. Remember to follow us on Facebook. Keep track of what's going on, upcoming episodes, past episodes, and more. On Facebook, look for Haunting or Not We'll be back in just a few days with a new episode. Until then, see ya.